Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast, little spring football edition of the Cards Cast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. Excited to bring on a guest that we'll have in a few minutes, new University of Louisville strength and conditioning coach, Ben Souter is going to be stepping into the cards cast and got a lot of questions to throw his way, get a little bit, get a, you know, gain a little bit more knowledge about what's happening with the strength program and his impact on the program since he came over from uh, Georgia a few months ago. Uh, but Jody, you know, spring practice is, is cruising along, uh, essentially reaching the, the midpoint. And uh, there's a lot of things we're hearing, a lot of positive things that we're hearing. Of course, you would hope to hear some positive things from spring football, but there's, you know, some seems like some good news coming out of there. Yeah, you know, they are through uh, uh, halfway through as they're off this week for spring break. This is spring break. They won't be back. Um, let's see. I don't have my calendar here. They won't be back. At, they've got next Monday uh, yeah, is the next time, the 21st, that they have a, a practice next Monday and then Wednesday and then Friday and Saturday. And then the following week, they'll do Monday uh, Wednesday, Friday, or Thursday, and then the uh, Friday, and then the spring game on Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, we're getting down to the nitty gritty of uh, of spring, Michael. And you know, I think I think one of the things that, um, and we're going to talk. You're going to spend some time with Ben Souders. He's a very important uh, guy uh, to talk to because I think that's where spring ball and the excitement kind of start. Uh, and, and, and to me, and that means that um, the new staff, the new staff members um, have really generated uh, 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 some excitement. They really generated, it's really generated some, um, some new energy, <clears throat> some new life. And, uh, and we've seen, and I know some people don't believe this, but the culture thing does matter. And we've seen that in, a, in, a, in the results um, the year before COVID, when Louisville played a lot better than they did the year of COVID and they couldn't do the kind of the culture stuff and then take it to the next level uh, of this year, things got better, but it still wasn't back to normal. And now moving forward, I think that's where we get back to normal. You throw those new coaches in there and, and Michael, it, it's, you, you can't overrate how much it means. Uh, and, and I think these new coaches have generated a lot of excitement, a lot of fun. The guys really do. Um, they do enjoy being around this staff. Not that they totally haven't before, but I just think it's, it's kind of different right now. Yeah. You know, and obviously when you're the strength guy, you know, and, and it's the quote unquote off season, that's the on season uh, for those guys as well. You know, and he came over, right after winning the, the national championship with Georgia, helping them to win a, a title. And that's going to obviously, cre- you know, grab any player's attention when you can bring in a guy that's got that kind of stuff, that kind of item on his resume, you know, and really to help with the transition. And, and I'll ask him about this is, you know, he kept, you know, 
the bulk of the, of the strength staff that was there before. So a lot of familiarity uh, with the guys that were already around the strength and conditioning uh, room for the players. So that certainly, I imagine, was a help. And, and Jody, we were out there when, when spring practice got started. And, as, you know, I remember the guys coming out of, you know, their tunnel, uh, you know, from the locker room to the, to the field inside Cardinal Stadium. And, there were, you know, we're sitting there snapping some pictures. And, and there was multiple guys who were like, wow, wow, look at, it, you know, look at that body. And then when we post the galleries, you know, same kind of reaction, you know, on Twitter, on the message boards at Cardinal Authority, you know, the, the, these guys have bulked up, you know. And so it's – and especially in some areas that they kind of needed to, most notably, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk, obviously, about the defensive line, how they may not be the biggest group, you know, kind of undersized, especially when you go up against some of the more power teams in, in the ACC and elsewhere. Um, so that's going to be certainly an area of need. And, and uh, you know, just the, from the time we've been able to see them, you know, I like the the look of the bodies. They seem like, you know, it's not just putting on weight and, and bulk, but they're also, you know, they, they, they emphasize, you know, keeping their speed and, and improving their burst and, and things like that. So really looking forward to see how that progresses uh, throughout spring once we get our eyes on the spring game and then obviously into the fall camp in 2022. But, um, you know, I, you know from, from what we can gather and from what we saw with our own eyes, uh, the strength and conditioning group led by now Ben Souders has done a fantastic job getting these guys ready for spring ball. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, they have. And uh, just real quick, it's a couple things on spring ball. You know, uh, I, we've heard some different things offensively. Um, I, I've heard from multiple people that Tyler Hudson is the best receiver on the field, um, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, and I think you go back and look at the um, you look at the evaluation that our guy, our national guys did with him coming into going into the transfer portal. And I, and I think that uh, that's spot on um, with, with what I've heard and what I've been hearing about what, the way he's been performing. I know D. Wiggins has played uh, at a high level, and they feel like the staff feels like he was a, a steal. Um, and, 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 and there's others, so it's not just those guys. But uh, I'm fascinated, too, by offensively how the running back room kind of shakes out because – I've heard it's one day one, one day another, another day another, another day another, the th fourth day it may be the fourth guy. So there's yep. four really good dudes in that room, and they're gonna they're gonna battle, battle, battle uh, for that uh, for those for those carries. And I think we're gonna see a lot of games, Michael. It's still early. It's heck, we're only halfway through spring, but I do think we could see games where you could have a different leading rusher than you did before. And it's a third different guy than you saw the game before that. So that's a good problem to have. Um, but I think, I, I do think one guy will probably step forward when it's when it's all said and done, but, uh, but, but depth really helps. Absolutely. And you know, the wide receiver and running back rooms are two that, you know, I'm really excited to see how they do progress because I think they've gotten deeper and more talented and, and now more experienced to where they can flourish. And well, I think when you speak, offensively I think Louisville's in great shape there yes they did you know lose their offensive coach offensive line coach and and, and you know had slick uh, had to slide another guy in position and bring in another guy you know some so some coaching staff changes there as well but I think the way that Scott Satterfield was able to handle that uh, made it pretty seamless um, you know, and but talent wise depth wise I think you really have to be excited about what Louisville has if they can become more become more consistent and that's something we heard from uh you know offensive coordinator uh lance taylor when he came in is you know look they're basically been good from 20 to 20 we need to improve on the the third downs we need to improve in the red zone and if they can do that 
then I think the Louisville offense will become a more consistent thing. And obviously we have to see it before we believe it, but uh, certainly, you know, things seem to be heading in the right direction. And obviously the biggest question mark is on the defensive side of the ball. You know, I mentioned the defensive line, how they progress and, you know, as far as strength and burst and all that, you know, and, and obviously getting bigger bodies, a guy that I've mentioned multiple times, we've talked about him, Caleb Banks is somebody that, you know, I'm curious to see how, how much he progresses uh, this spring because he's certainly a big body around six five six six. He's up about three ten now. So if he's able to progress and, and create create that you know that push consistently, then that could certainly help. I've heard some positive things out of Desmond Tell, a little undersized, but uh, apparently getting you know really strong. And, and his break on the snap is is impressive as well. So you know a lot to be determined by the defensive line, but also the guys in, in the in the secondary. Um, you know that's a, a big area of concern as well. Yeah. <clears throat> No doubt. It, it definitely is, Michael. And you keep mentioning, you've mentioned a couple of things as, as we transition. You mentioned a couple of things, though. Um, it's, it's about the strength. It's about the conditioning. It's about the off. By, by the way, the offseason is longer than the on-season in football, in college football. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the strength and conditioning coach really does matter, okay? Really does matter. Um, that's why this Ben Souders hire is is huge, in my opinion. He's dynamic. He's young and dynamic. He's a guy that just won a national championship as an assistant, and guys are going to really watch and see what he does and, and how he does it and what he wants from them. And, Michael, I, I think it's the – to me, like Lance Taylor is a huge hire for offensively. Wesley, uh, Wesley McGriff is a big time get defensively. Um, but I do believe that Ben Souders is probably the most important hire of this offseason and, and for a number of reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's he's kind of their head coach during the quote unquote offseason. Um, he's that's who they basically are reporting to. And and, you know, I think the way Scott Satterfield runs the program, yeah, obviously, he's going to have some input on what he wants to see his guys, you know, achieve during the the off season when they're when they're not in their game schedule uh but i think for the most part he, he's probably pretty much hands off says look i want the guys to to be able to do x um go do it you know and he, so he's basically becomes uh you know ben Souter's team uh during that off season so um and with that let's just segue into it and let's bring uh ben Souter's in to the cards cast Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Excited to bring on our guest here into the Cards Cast, Ben Souders, University of Louisville Director of Strength and Conditioning in his first year with the Cardinals, coming over from Georgia, fresh off a national championship. And congratulations on that, first of all. Uh, it's got to be a great moment for you, but uh, and we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But um, before we do that, I just kind of want to go back and talk a little about what brought you uh, along this path that, that you're in. Obviously, a Kentucky native out of Bowling Green. Played at Western Kentucky. Uh, what was the the college playing days like for the Hilltoppers? And from that point, what led you into getting into the strength and conditioning field? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all having me on. Um, 
you know, what brought me back to Louisville is, you know, growing up in this state, um, you know, Louisville had a rich tradition in football, especially when I was growing up and uh, in my younger days and all the way throughout, um, you know, high school that, uh, I mean, they had, they had uh, had so many, so many great years and they were the, they were the school of the state when it came to college football. I mean, they were, I mean, they were rocking and rolling, especially when they were in the conference USA and then transitioned to big East. And now we're in the ACC, but uh, you know, I, I was well aware of the tradition at Louisville and um, you know, from a, from a professional standpoint, you know, you, you want to have an opportunity to be a, a director, you know, and, and for me, when this opportunity presented itself, it, it couldn't have been a better fit to be able to come back to your home state and get into a, a program that was so rich in tradition that has had success and is having success, success. We just got to, we got to take it to that next level. So yep. it was a no brainer for me. Our head coach here is unbelievable. Uh, our head coach leads by, by character and high standards and the way he does things. I mean, he sets the example every day. So it was uh, it was a no brainer for me to come back home. Now, you've had a number of steps along the way to get you to Louisville. You know, I may leave some off the list. I apologize if I do, but uh, McNeese State, Gardner-Webb, Southern Miss, uh, entered at Alabama, and then obviously made your way to Georgia uh, where you had a big impact with, with the Bulldogs. Um, how has that journey, I guess, made you better each stop, stop along the way to where you are now ready to become a director? Yes, sir. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's nothing other you could do to prepare other than getting experience, you know, ex experience is so valuable. That's something that you just, you can't buy. That's, you can't make up experience allows you to be success successful because you learn a lot of things to do. And then, you know, to be honest, you learn a lot of things not to do. And so, at, you know, I think all great coaches take things along the way, every, every place that they've been, and take the things they like and, you know, leave the, the things that they, they don't like. And, you know, you try to mold it to the fit that uh, can help establish your program and, and put it in the right direction. So I think we, I've been very fortunate to be a lot of, to be around a lot of great coaches that were even better men. And that's what I try to be for these young men is, you know, we, we tell them all the time that we're going to develop you as an athlete, but more importantly, our job is to, to develop you as, as, as a man. So when you leave the University of Louisville, you're successful for not just football, but you're successful for the game of life. Awesome. And, and obviously your experience at Georgia, you know, or a highlight on the resume that's going to catch the attention of, of football players when you go to, you know, help a program get to multiple SEC championship games. And then obviously last year uh, with the national championship, what was that experience like, you know, last year, you know, helping the Bulldogs to reach the pinnacle like that? Yeah, just like you said, I mean, that's that's the that's the pinnacle of, of college football. You know, when you when you get into this, obviously you're, you're very competitive. Uh, and and although I, I wasn't a player to achieve the, the national championship, I promise you there there is nothing different. Uh, I don't think I would have had any different feeling. I mean, it's just like you mentioned, it, it is the pinnacle. So to to be able to accomplish that, but but knowing what it took to get there and the sacrifices that you've made. And, you know, uh, and not only that, I mean, the people around you, the sacrifices they made, because, you know, you're, you're only one person, you can only do so much. So as, as a group, you just look back and you reflect and you just see what it took to, to get there and how much, um, 
how much investment was was made by everyone involved and that's you know support staff coaches players trainers administration i mean you you go all across the board it's it's not just a few people it's it's the sum of everybody and then when you come into louisville how was it a pretty easy thing to, to kind of start building that bond with the players and and kind of get to know them and and let them know of your expectations yeah I, you know i don't think i had to speak too much about it you know i was very fortunate that you know i was able to come down and uh, before I actually started on the job, truly, I came down on the Sunday night before we played. Uh, before we played in the national championship, mm-hmm. and talked with the team and let them know that I was going to be, you know, I was going to be the guy, and that we were all in this thing together. And the first thing I told them is, it's going to be family, you know, and that's what I preach every day. Is it's it's all about us. It's about these these men, both coaches, players, staff, and women that's in our program and we're going to build something special and we're going to do it together and we're going to do it together by, by loving each other and caring about each other. And, you know, we have to lead by example. So to be honest, you know, I really didn't talk about it that much, you know, because to me that they, number one, they saw it. these kids, they watch ball just like we all do, but I want them to know that, that I'm not going to reference that, you know, I, I, I want them to know what, what we're doing is special. It's unique that, you know, I, I've seen what it looks like and what it takes to get there. And now it's, it's, it's my job to take those things and those intangibles that I see here, mold them to what makes it best for us to be successful. So, to, you know, to piggyback and kind of answer that, you know, I, I, try to do, uh, I try to do the guys justice by not saying, well, you know, at Georgia we did this, you know. And there's, there's a few things I'll say, but, I, you know, I, I really not – I really don't try to, to bring that up because I want them to understand that this is our program. You know, we're, we're going to build it. We're going to build it special. And, you know, we're, Georgia's not our standard. Louisville's our standard, you know. So that's what we're trying to build. Again, we're joined here in the Cards cast by Ben Souders, University of Louisville, Director of Strength and Conditioning. Um, it, it, you know, I was, I've been covering this team for a few years. I saw them as the season ended. Then I saw them again when you guys started spring practice. Uh, you know, last week or so, um, and they're on some of those guys as they were walking out of that tunnel onto the Cardinal Stadium field. I mean, you could notice a, a physical difference in them. Um, how what's been your impression on how they have uh, you know approached their offseason work with you guys in the weight room? Yes, sir. Yeah, they they've done everything we've asked them, and obviously, anyone that has you know um, any sense of college football and how things are done in the offseason, there there is no. There is no easy part of off season, you know, and it only gets tougher every week. But, you know, I, I couldn't be more proud of where we're at. Are we where we need to be? No. But I tell our guys, you know, and I'm open and honest, we are taking the steps that we need to do to put ourselves in position to be successful. Are we there yet? No. But we're on the right track. And But, but as, as we all know, we can be on the right track, but we still got to make it happen. You know, we still got to take that next step. And when we have the opportunities, we got to seize the moment. And I couldn't be more proud of their effort. They've they've done everything we've asked them. We've made it very, very challenging. We've uh, we've added in a bunch of uh, um, leadership principles and, 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 and building our team and, um, you know, doing things that are just as much mentally tough as they are physically tough because, you know, you go back and, you know, I, I always evaluate 
what I'm coming into and losing four games by 13 points. That tells me the talent's here. We just got to be able to make the plays uh, when we need to make them, and, and that's during crunch time. And so that's just as much as uh, mental as it is physical. Everybody will say, well, we got to finish it. Well, yeah, no joke we do, but how do we do that? Well, we got to build that in the offseason. That way it becomes second nature in season. Yeah, you got to finish both physically and mentally. Yes, sir. Uh, in the weight room, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, you've been to a number of places, worked with a bunch of different coaches. How much difference do you see from each stop in philosophy, you know, that you're maybe taking from other coaches? And how is that molded? And what is your philosophy, I guess, in the weight room? What do you guys, what are you trying to get the guys to accomplish? Yeah, so I told the guys when, when I took the job that I want to be the most uh, explosive, violent, physical, in-shape team in the country. That is our goal. That is our standard. We're not going to waver from that. Um, you know, jump on or get going is kind of what we've been saying. Nice. And these guys, have, like I said, they've all jumped on. Everybody's been doing what we've asked. When it comes, you know, into the weight room, you know, we're going to be a ground-based um, movement team, also working multi-joint movements. And we're going to train, we're going to train uh, you know, from head to toe. We're going to train your neck because obviously your neck's very important. Uh, the stronger the neck, the bigger circumference, the less likely we are to prevent or less likely we are to get concussions. So it helps us prevent it. Now, that's not the end-all be-all, but it it helps us, um, you know, and we're going to work from head all the way down to our ankles because, as you know, your feet and your ankles, um, you know, you, you get you get guys like, you know, um, they, they get banged up with feet and ankles. So we're, we're training all. You know, we're going to be multi-joint movements, ground-based. We're going to train on our feet. 90% of our, our lifting sessions are standing up. You know, we're, we're not going to be seated or we're not in a crouch position. Uh, we're going to be on our feet because you're going to play, play on your feet. Ah, I like it. How would you describe what's being violent? Being violent is, is striking somebody and moving the other person as fast and physical as you possibly can. Nice. You know, and it's and that kind of goes back to competition, right? Is is uh am I winning or losing? So you go down in the trenches, O line, D line, am I winning or are I losing? Because if we win our one on one matchups, we're gonna be successful. And so uh, I've made a big, big challenge on our offensive defensive lines because you win you win up front. Every game is one up front. Everybody's got good skill guys, yeah. you know, and it don't matter how many stars you got, everybody's got good skill guys. The difference is up front and that's where we've got to that's where we've got to change the game and we we've got the guys to do it we just got to go do it you know and, and that's what we're trying to do every day is prepare them um that when when game times come when the game comes they've already put all the work you know their training was harder their practice was harder than than what the actual game was that kind of leads me into the next question regarding the defensive line. Um, it's an area that could use some some bulking up, some additional size. Uh, what's your impression on how they've progressed since you've arrived and getting ready for spring? To be honest, um, you know, there there are several people from the outsiders that that you know kind of said you know about our D line, but I'll be honest, <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of changes now. Yeah. And like I said, you, you you saw spring spring practice our first. Uh, our first practice spring too, we have a very veteran O-line coming back, but that D-line was striking too now. Yeah. And so they're coming along. 
Uh, and you know how it is. We all got to improve. Ain't, ain't nobody arrived. You know, like Malik, Malik Cunningham, he's, he's got to improve. You know, you never – you either get better or you get worse. And that's what we tell the guys. So, we're, we've, we've got to keep moving forward every day. But going back to the D-line, you know, I've been very impressed. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of shocked that, that, you know, we haven't been more successful. But, you know, it is what it is. We got to fix that. But mm-hmm. the body here. Nice. You know, you look, you look at Yaya. Yaya is just as big, if not bigger, than any defensive end in the SEC, the conference I just came from. I mean, that's what, that's what they look like. You know, everybody wants to know what, what's the SEC. That's what they look like. <laughs> you know, that's what Trayvon Walker looks like. That was at Georgia, just ran the combine and ran four five two at two seventy five. Well, Yaya's 276, 278. You know, right. we got to increase speed, but you talk about a guy that's made a lot of uh, leaps and bounds this far and stood out in spring. He's a guy. Uh, Desmond Tell, yeah, he's undersized, but that dude's a strong, powerful cat, you know, and we got to, we got to, you know, be able to get him in shape to position where he can play all four quarters, you know, um, you know, you got, uh, um, Ashton Gilletti, you know, he got banged up a few times and there's no difference when he was in the game and what he was, Absolutely. you know, so we gotta, we gotta keep developing him, but you know, he's, I'll never forget last week, uh, I think it was Wednesday in practice, you know, uh, they ran a, they ran a screen and he made the play from the backside. I mean, dude's just hauling. So it goes back to effort, right? Everything goes – in football, football goes back to effort. You know, we got talent. We got to be able to strain and strain for a long time and give championship effort every play. And so the D-line is going to get better. Uh, we're going to get there and we're going to make a lot of strides to, to make these fans in this state proud of – proud of the product nice before i let you go um two more questions for you one how does how have you rounded out your staff who's working alongside of you alongside you there yeah so i got Armand satchel um and then i've got uh jeff stanford and i got mike juan stout uh those are our assistants um and then we are in the process of filling our 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 fifth spot so we have five full-time uh, positions here so we are actually in the position right now uh, of hiring that that next guy and then we have uh, two interns that work with us and then the summer we'll have about five to six six interns so we'll have about a staff of about 10 or 11 uh, coaches in here working with the guys throughout the summer nice obviously important that you guys get along and work well together and understand that you know what your expectations are as well yeah they they have done an unbelievable job I could not have asked uh, for any better effort, their willingness. They want to learn. And it's been an adjustment because uh, all three of these guys were, were kept over. You know, we, we, we kept them on staff. And, you know, usually when you see change, that's everybody change. Mm-hmm. But I spoke to them when I was uh, up in Indianapolis on Friday and Saturday before the, uh, before the national championship game. And, you know, total my expectations and we chatted and they were all aboard and um, their willingness and hungriness to, to switch gears because the training that they were used to and the way that we do things here uh, from last year, this year are different, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> philosophy is a little different, but they've done an unbelievable job. And, you know, one person doesn't make this room and you know that it's, it's the staff and it's the, um, it's accumulation effect, and that's that's what it is. So we got an outstanding staff, and we'll fill that fifth spot here in the next uh, couple of days. 
final question for you. You mentioned Coach Satterfield at the beginning and what he's what he means to the team and you know his family atmosphere. Um, what how, what's the connection or the relationship between the two of you on how much I guess freedom he gives you? Does does he basically say Ben, these guys are yours as soon as the season's over and kind of stay out of your hair, or, or how's that uh, that connection work? Yeah, you sir. Yeah, I'm very fortunate. Coach is very uh, open minded. He's not a micromanager. You know, if he hires you, he hires you to do your job, and he expects you to do your job and do it at the highest level with an elite standard. Um, and I think our staff has done that. You know, he'll mention a few things here and there, but uh, to be honest, he's been unbelievable to work for. You know, I, I you know, I kind of laid out our, our plan, and uh, you know, he's he's been nothing but uh, supportive of that, and. Um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better coach to, to work for and work with. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always open minded and, and, and tell him, you know, if there's something you want to do, you just let me know. But to be honest, he, he's kind of like, hey, you just you hit the ground running, whatever, whatever you think is best for us. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm good for it. So but, uh, you know, I always try to be open and, and, and communicate with him on, on what's going on and what we're doing. But uh, to answer that, man, he's just been unbelievable to work for. Awesome. Well, hey, Ben, I appreciate you taking some time out of a always busy schedule. I know with spring going on, you guys are, are jam-packed. Your, your schedules start early and they go late, I'm sure. So appreciate you stepping into the Cards cast with us. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Go Cards. Again, thanks to University of Louisville Football Director of Strength and Conditioning, Ben Souders, for joining us here on the Cardinal Authority Podcast, the Cards cast, as we call it. Great insight from them. Just listening to him kind of gets you excited for uh, what's to come for the Louisville football program. Kind of almost wants you to get, makes me want to get out there and do it myself. But, you know, being my old self, I'll end up getting hurt. But again, appreciate Ben Souders for joining us here in the Cardscast. Looking forward to seeing his thumbprint get even more on the football program as spring wraps up and they get into uh, the the summer months and, and prepare for fall camp and the 2022 season. A lot to be excited about. You could follow Ben Souders on social media. On Twitter, at bsouders48, as well as on Instagram, at Coach Souders. So make sure you give him a follow on both of those platforms. Before we take off from this Cardscast, before we uh, sign off on it, uh, just continued momentum for the Louisville football program uh, when it comes to recruiting. I mean, they're just going after it in this 2023 class. Picked up their seventh commitment just a couple days ago in Jalil McLean, the uh, four-star uh, listed as an athlete on 247 Sports and other networks as well. Louisville recruiting him as a wide receiver, number 305 nationally, 23rd uh, ranked athlete uh, in the nation, number 21 in California. His commitment, he has a .9007 prospect player rating on, on the 247 Sports composite, and that commitment makes him the second highest rated member of the, uh, of the 2023 class for Louisville, joining uh, just behind teammate St. John Bosco teammate from Bellflower, California, Pierce Clarkson uh, continues to hold that number one spot in the 23 class. And what it does is it pushed Louisville back into the top 10 on the 247 Sports uh, composite team rankings currently sitting at number eight, pushed them back up from number two to number one in the ACC leapfrog right over Florida State. And currently with the uh, average prospect player rating of 8873 uh, pretty much shatters uh, what would be the previous record of Louisville, uh, which really last year for comparison ranking uh, was 8626. So the 8873 uh, would certainly be a record 
for Louisville as far as prospect player rating goes. So watch for that continue, continued momentum as we progress throughout spring practice. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, actually kind of anticipate a commitment or two, maybe more, we'll see, uh, before or on a spring day, uh, the spring game. So uh, continue to watch that. Of course, we'll have it co- completely covered here at Cardinal Authority, along with all, all things spring, and then we'll continue to track the team and recruiting efforts as it leads up to the 2022 football season. It's going to be here before you know it. Again, thank you to Ben Souders, University of Louisville Football Director of Strength and Conditioning, for joining us here on the Cardscast. For publisher Jody Demling, I am senior writer Michael McCammon, and this has been the Cardscast. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.